What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the It Doesn't Matter What Your Podcast Is Called podcast. Uh, we are fresh off of WrestleMania 35, a, you know, a brisk nine-hour venture. Um, I've, BJ Cruz here with my partner in crime, Jeremy Loss. Jeremy, say hi to the people. What's going on, everybody? Ooh, Jay, well, that was a show. Um, we, we've got a lot to cover, but before we kind of get into it, with this being our first episode, we want to get the listeners to know who we are a little bit. So why don't you start, uh, tell the people who you are, how you got into wrestling, and, and maybe your favorite wrestling memory. Yeah, so I'm Jeremy Loss, uh, formerly at Bleacher Report, now working for uh, Fandom.com. Um, favorite wrestling moment has to be Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, Austin 316 promo in 1997, 96? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with Jake the Snake Roberts walking out and uh, just an all-time moment for me and really kind of cemented my fandom as a, as a wrestling fan. Fandom. No, no I, pun intended. Yeah, yeah. Name drop there. Yeah, there you go. Um, and now it's just kind of following along every week, kind of following along the storylines and just being a huge, huge fan. Uh, really kind of just took off from that, from that moment. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and then this is BJ. Uh, kind of WWE has been a huge part of my life since I was about eight years old. My first memory of it, not my favorite, my first memory was um, it's it's super vague, it's super foggy, but it's SummerSlam like '95. So I'm like, again, I'm like eight years old, and it was a it was like right before SummerSlam. It was it wasn't SummerSlam itself, the pay per view, but it was some segment where they're having like a pool party, and they're all chilling in like an indoor pool. And someone was just floating on one of those floaty devices. And someone accuses this person of, like, basically shitting in the pool because they, they, they point at something and there's, like, a brown thing in the pool. So you're like, oh, my God, this dude, like, really took a shit in the pool. Uh, and then I think it's Jerry the King Lawler reaches into the pool, pulls it out, and takes a bite of it. It is a baby Ruth. No oh, lie. The, the old baby Ruth trick. Yeah, the trick. old baby Ruth <laughs> trick. That was my first... <laughs> For whatever reason, I don't know what that says about me psychologically, but after I saw that, I was like, oh, this is for me. <laughs> um, so that's that. My favorite memory is um, is actually, I believe it was right before WrestleMania, th- WrestleMania 13. Um, so Stone Cold is going to face Brett. Uh, in that submission match that ultimately makes Austin the star. Just rewatch that match this week. Oh, incredible. 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 And s- I believe it's Psycho Sid taking on HBK for the title. Is that 13? That's Psycho Sid Undertaker. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. So yeah. in any case, they're, it's, it's a cage match on Raw. And it, it is Taker, you're right. It's a cage match on Raw. And I think it's, I think it's Hitman versus Taker, right? So it's, and the winner... It's for the title. So basically, whoever wins that match will go to Mania, and their opponents will, you know, they'll face each other for the title. And it's a, it's a, it's this old school cage match. Like they're in the blue cage where you got to climb out, and Austin is literally helping Brett. Um, Sid is helping take. Like it's it was this crazy thing. Where Trying to save that Mania yeah, match. Yeah. So they could have it for the the championship and. Oh my God! Like losing my mind as as a child, but that was that was unbelievable. So, 
from then on they they had me. I mean, obviously Baby Ruth moment had <laughs> they had me, but this the that was incredible where it was just I, that's where I started to understand like the storyline aspect of it. And, you know, the wrestling aspect was like it was great. It was great. I still believed it was real at that point, but the storyline aspect at that point was that's when it really cemented for me that I was like, oh, this is freaking incredible. Yeah, so, and I think we're I think we're both products of the attitude area era and like oh. just kind of we grew up in what is quite possibly the greatest area of greatest era of wrestling. Oh, absolutely. Um, How many times did you get in trouble for doing a crotch shot? I just want to know because DX was talking about that yesterday. I, I actually got suspended thing. in school for doing a crotch shot. <laughs> yeah. So Trips Trips was talking to you last night. Um, yeah. DX was my everything as a child. So seeing them actually go into the Hall of Fame last night was, uh, was a big moment for me. Oh, um, yeah. My yeah. mom would not buy me a DX shirt because it said suck it on the back. Even though it was there was a, an asterisk with the U, they, she did not buy it for me. Um, I still haven't bought it. I, I don't think my wife will let me buy it. So it's it's coming it's full, coming around full circle. But um, in in middle school, we used to we got in huge trouble because we used to wrestle like during recess, and we had a title that was twenty four seven, like the old hardcore title. Yeah. So like we'd be like, you know, be like. Someone would go to the bathroom if they were the champ. Like three people would be like, "Yo, can I go to the bathroom?" Because you're going to beat the shit out of them, pin them, and then take the title. So it it got wild. But uh, you're right. The Attitude Era was absolutely. And I mean, we might be just you know old man yelling at a cloud at this point. But I I firmly believe that that was that cemented WWE. That that was the Monday Night Wars at that time. That was yeah. unbelievable. Took them to a new level. Really kind of cemented their product as the number one in the world. Um, I mean, shutting down WCW at that time was was huge. So, I mean, Attitude Era is always going to be top for me. I don't think anybody's going to ever take it take it down unless uh, something really changes drastically here. So, right, um, yeah, yeah. And just a quick thing to you know, people are probably wondering how we know each other and why we decided to do this podcast. So we used to both, um, you know, Jay talked about this in the beginning a little bit. We both used to work at Bleacher Report. Uh, Jay started a little bit there before I did, and. Um, I distinctly remember the, my first day at work at Bleacher Report. I don't even remember this. You were wearing a Lakers jersey. Your, your, I believe it's your Magic jersey. Oh, yeah. And, like, so I was doing the shadow thing where, like, you know, our manager at the time was like, oh, go around just so I learned everything. And I, like, had to sit with you, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to get along with this dude. He's wearing a fucking Lakers jersey. Um, but then at the same time, I think I saw you were doing the WWE newsletter. And, like, at that time, it was very much, like, d- being a WWE fan and a wrestling fan now was, like, super cool. It's very... You know, it's a thing, but it goes in waves, right? But there was a there was a time where you had to be like a closeted fan. Yeah. where it was like it was just like your thing, and you didn't know who those those people were who liked it as well. So like when I saw that you liked wrestling, I was like, oh yeah, no, this is my guy, <laughs> this is my guy right here. Uh, and then from then, I think we just ever since then, we just always talked wrestling. And, yeah. Um, even you know we've both moved on from Bleacher Report since then, but you know we we still talk about, talk wrestling all the time, not with each other, with our old coworkers at Bleacher Report. And um, some people who moved on as well. So, you know, it, once we uh, we saw this opportunity to kind of do this, we just we looked at each other and said, "Why, why fucking not?" And yeah, let's have some fun. Talk wrestling every week. We watch it already. We we like the texts that we exchange during the week are just like, like it's it's to the point where my wife looks at like, "Who are you texting at like nine o'clock at night?" I, like, I get the same response yeah. from my wife. <laughs> I have a we have a group chat and if I respond at 10 30 11 yeah. o'clock my wife's like why are you texting in bed right now yeah so it's yeah. like uh did you not just see raw <laughs> is over um so let's jump right into it so Wrestlemania literally just ended what feels like yesterday but it ended about 10 minutes ago 
um, with you know, and let's let's work backwards. Let's just work yep. with uh, you know the main event, Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte for the, for the for both titles um, to be basically the undisputed women's champion. Kind of was the central story. It was the main event. It was rightfully the main event. Um, weird ending. Really weird ending. Botched. Botched ending. Yeah. I was. I thought the ref messed up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of understand it in the sense that they want to keep Ronda looking strong and not having her tap out to the disarmor. But at the same time, you are taking a moment from Becky Lynch. I mean, that is her moment. Um, really kind of took away from the moment and, and really was an ugly finish, to be honest. It really was an ugly finish to... What could it, have been a historic moment? It wasn't even that clean of a pin. Like on yeah. the two and three, it looked like, oh yeah, her shoulders down. She reversed it. On the one count from the ref, it looked like her her, her shoulders were definitely like half up. So it was it was botched. It wasn't clean. Uh, interested. <clears throat> I'm gonna be interested to see what it, what comes of it tomorrow. Yeah. Um. I mean, chatter on on Twitter throughout the night was Rhonda's gone. Yeah. Um. So Start a family. All that yeah. Stuff. Exactly. So does she come back tomorrow and, and dispute it, or is it? Are we moving on to Becky Charlotte, Becky Bailey, Becky Sasha, Be- Becky Alska? Are we moving on to those, or are we going to come back to Ronda, um, wanting to to get that clean finish? Yeah. I mean, a lot going into. Uh, first of all, Becky deserved to win. I'm glad she did win. I would have loved to see her tap out Ronda. Like yeah. Ronda's been put over so strong since she's came, she's since she's come on, and rightfully so. But I mean, if you're gonna have that moment, it's WrestleMania 35. It's you know, again, WWE loves these these increments of five WrestleManias. They want to have these big moments, and that's great. That's fine. You're in New York, the first ever women's main event. Have her tap out. Yeah. Give Becky that full moment where it's like I think. Once the ref hit three, I think you and I were like, uh, what? And I think the crowd also reacted the same way where it was it was a delayed reaction. Whereas if you kind of go back and I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but the Kofi, the Kofi Daniel Bryan match, that was a moment. Yeah. He pinned them clean. The crowd goes nuts. The crowd, the crowd goes bonkers. You're gonna, why did they take that away from Becky? It's it's so confusing where they had built it up. They built it up perfectly. I think they built it up really well, even, you know, attaching the SmackDown title to Charlotte. Why would you choose that ending? Yeah. And the match itself was was not bad. I yeah. mean, to be honest, these women worked stiff. Yeah. I mean, they are I don't beating, think they like each other for beating real. the shit yeah. out of each other. I think Charlotte and Charlotte and Becky get along in real life, I think for real. I don't think they get either of them get along with uh with Ronda. For I real. mean, that was, those are some stiff shots. Every single one of them had some blood in some area. Ronda's leg was beat to shit. Oh, like, those those disgusting. It looked what was that? bad. Um, I mean, they were throwing out the bitch every other word. I mean, they were going at it. So, like, as a story, they were telling it great within the ring. Ronda Rousey, I- I've said this before, and I'll continue to say it as long as she continues to work in this business. She is a natural. Yeah, Really absolutely. knows how to work. Yep. Knows how to tell a story within a ring. Um, it- it's getting to the point now where I'm starting to think that she is a better wrestler than she was an MMA fighter, and she is quite possibly one of the greatest women MMA fighters of all time. So, I mean, that's high praise. And then you also have quite possibly one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time in Charlotte, like putting on a show. Absolutely. Um, I think it was really done a disservice also being at the end of a nine hour WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I mean, that crowd was dead. 
No, like it half, was. Halfway I mean, through that match, that crowd was completely dead. Can you imagine if you had showed up at 2 p.m. to watch the Cruiserweight title match? And, and had a couple like, beers in you? Like, yeah. And you're like, oh, I got to make it to midnight East Coast time? Yeah. Like, it's, it's 9.45 p.m. West Coast time, and we're both, like, drained. But I can only imagine what it would have been like to, uh, you know, on the flip side where... So these people, these people have to go to work tomorrow, right? Assume, you know, ass, you know, presumptively, but um, it was again like I, I kind of saw that coming too. Whereas like the reaction wasn't going to be as good as they wanted it to be, just because the, I mean, the Finn uh, Lashley match right before was it was completely dead, yeah, right, and like the demon was out there, and obviously they kind of spoiled that with like revealing the demon was even going to come out. But you're right, the length of the card. You know, let's, let's talk about that. Is insane. Literally, I started watching. I th- I thought at two p.m. it was just going to be a bunch of people talking, so I, I threw it on in the background because I was still cleaning for people to come out. Like you, you know, you you were you were one of the first people to come through. Um, I was still cleaning, and then all of a sudden, you know, Buddy Murphy's coming out, and I'm like, oh, we're starting now. Yeah. I remember texting you, and I was like, dude, the card starts now. It's two fifteen p.m. West Coast. Um. I love wrestling. I will probably love wrestling the rest of my life. It's too much. I can't like seven hours is and and we have another three hours tomorrow with and Raw a, and then a two another hours, two hours yeah. on Tuesday with SmackDown and you know probably NXT. Like who has the wherewithal to watch that much wrestling? Yeah, it's 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 way too much. I think at this point, like especially with the the reaction you're getting for these battle royales, like let's just cut it. Like there's oh no God. need for this shit anymore. Like I don't need to see Braun Strowman throw guys out of a ring for like the 15th time. We know he's a big guy and he's a monster. Right. But like the fact that we have Colin Jost and Michael Che in a battle royale. Great. It's, it's fun in the moment, but like looking back at it, it's like, I could have really done without like that 30 minutes. No. Yeah. That legitimately <laughs> took, I'm sorry. I have, I'm looking it up right now on, on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. <laughs> the battle royal. This is. I might need a fact check on this. It says it was only ten minutes. It definitely felt like thirty My minutes. Ass. Like there is no way that was ten minutes long. Like that was. I mean, they brought out a therapist. They did. <laughs> they brought out a therapist who was like, "Yeah, this guy definitely looks like he's from the Indies," and they paid him a thousand dollars to take this massive bump. Yeah, like, from Braun. Um, but you know, while we're on this topic, I'm looking at the. So I'm looking at the time breakdown. You know of of WrestleMania and WrestleMania 35 and why it went so long. If I asked you without looking what the longest match of the night was, what would you say? Just like if I if I, I mean, it, you would you would assume it would have to be either Charlotte, Ronda, Becky, right, Kofi, Brian, right, or, um, I mean, Triple H, Batista, probably because I mean those are like massive stars, but like. You would obviously put the two biggest matches above that one. Right. The longest match of the night at a whopping 24 minutes and 45 seconds, Triple H and Batista. Two 50-year-old dudes. That's incredible. One of whom wrestles part-time. They both wrestle part-time. Yeah. Um, So the fact that they even had the stamina to go damn near 25 minutes, basically 25 minutes, probably 30 minutes if you include entrance time. Right? I mean, Triple H does his Mad Max entrance. Which is cool. I, I, yeah. I messed with that. I mean, it was, it was all right. Yeah. I mean, he's going to, like, until he can no longer walk, he is going to be wrestling at WrestleMania with the biggest entrance doing 15, 20 minutes, and it's just going to be a waste of time. I mean, that match was 
it had its moments. I mean, Triple H cut a nose ring out, he even did. if even if it was a work. Um, I, I still pop. Yeah, Batista didn't have his blue one in, so that wasn't. It was definitely not a real nose ring. I still pop for it. I oh, thought it was, that was cool. it was great. I was like, but at the oh, same time, yeah. I don't want to see him working with a sledgehammer, and like you cut ten minutes off of that. I'm fine with that being fourteen yeah. minutes long. It was like, do we need the eight thousand stair stair moments where they were like yeah. each other on the stairs? Like we get it. The stairs are made of steel. Quotes. Um, it looks painful. Let's kind of, let's you know let's kind of move on here. Um, Though let's talk about those table bumps. I, I don't think they gimmicked those uh, announce tables this time because oh, those things no. did not break. No, they didn't break at all. <laughs> it was it was kind of brutal. Yeah, I think at some point they were like, we have to break this thing, so they kept <laughs> trying to do it. Um, I mean that happened at, also at Takeover. Uh, that bump that yeah uh, with with Cole and Gargano uh, Gargano. I'm sorry. Uh, I think they thought it was going to break, and it, it flat out did not. Um, and Gargano, I think, almost like broke his fucking face. But WWE is no longer going to cheap route. When no, they're, they're like, they are going yeah, to they're Lowe's. like, you got to slam people through these things like a video game. They're going to Lowe's, getting the high quality <laughs> lumber, and, yeah. and, and really building out those tables. No, exactly. Um, and while I do have the, uh, the you know the card pulled up and, and the time timestamps here, like what matches to you stood out? Where you know when we leave tonight. You're gonna and we talked about 35 in the future. Like, what matches are you going to remember? Uh, Kofi Bryan. That's the moment. Uh, yeah. Um, Kofi actually winning was a shock to me. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly did not foresee that happening. Uh, I thought for sure there would be some sort of schmoz at the end of the match that we would get him screwed. Uh, I'm sure. Like the it, contract thing. It, the contract. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, Harper coming out and doing something with with Brian yeah. or something along those lines. Like it didn't, it, the buildup didn't suit me as like, oh, we're gonna get a clean win and we're gonna get a moment here. Um, and then we saw we saw the leak online with the shirts and you did you showed it to me. We had, you know, full disclosure. We had I had a WrestleMania party here at the house, um, and Jay like there was a bunch of people watching the match who were very invested in, in it because, um, you know, they're they're probably like. They're fans, but they're they, they kind of like watch it here and there. So they were very invested in this Kofi uh, Brian match. <laughs> Jay shows me his phone. Is like the, he shows me the link to buy the New Day uh, Kofi Championship shirt, and I'm like, all right. I, I still popped. I still popped at the yeah. NXT one, but no, you're right. It was just like they leaked the shirt, and then they also had the the table out with the belt already on the table yeah. when Kofi came out. I mean, they were not hiding it. Um, but man, when he got the, he got his kids in there, uh, as a oh, father guy, myself, yeah. I was like, Whew, oh, yeah, that's a moment. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I was appreciative of, of the Usos actually getting their, their, their WrestleMania moment. I mean, yeah. they've been in the game for it was a, very a solid long match. Time. It was a yeah. Match. Solid match. Everybody had their spot, but like the Usos have always been that tag team that never really got their shine at, at WrestleMania. So that's big for them. I, I, uh, Ryder and, and Hawkins, Hawkins going yeah. over. I mean, major. I mean, let's be real here. They're dropping their belt at, at, at Raw. They probably should. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna pull the same thing they did with Ryder when he when he won the IC title at thirty two. Like he's gonna lose that belt. So, uh, how about you? Which one stood out to you? Um, obviously, like the Kofi thing. I was I was very much into. I think you know. Again, I think the best thing about that was they built his his rise like organically you know and i think uh obviously he benefited from mustafa ali getting hurt i'm sorry ali whatever no he's mustafa yeah, ali. mustafa ali i'm shit. sorry yeah he's <laughs> whatever I, <laughs> oh hold uh, on 
sidebar, we need to talk about him taking that bump in oh, the Battle Royale uh, and getting his is he face okay? like, caved in. Did you see, like, for, sorry, let, let's, you know, si- yeah, definitely sidebar. So while Braun is celebrating, he throws Colin Jost over the top rope, goes down to get the Andre the Giant Battle Royal trophy. Mustafa Ali is still down on the ground because that bump he took with Luke Harper, his face s- hits the announce table so hard. And, like, the bump that he took, it was basically, it was it was supposed to be a suplex. So basically, yeah, it turned it, into like a brain buster. It turned into a brain buster, yeah. and then his face le- legitimately smacked um, the announce the, the Amer- corner of the, the announce yeah, table. Yeah, which is like again going back to what you said earlier. That shit's not breaking. <laughs> they yeah. went to Lowe's. They got the real <laughs> shit. So he was down, and um, I don't know if Braun even saw them, but when he went down, there was literally three doctors around him. Like, uh, dude, are you okay? Um, the matches that stood out to me. Uh, I'm wearing a Seth Rollins T-shirt as we speak. Um, so obviously I was I was very was a, excited to see that. That was a weird one for me. I mean, it was weird. It was definitely weird, but it was also I like the fact that they were like, "We're starting the show with the universal title. Like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna throw this out there. Uh, we're gonna throw it out with Brock and Seth, and we're not gonna make you wait." And look, let's face it, like Brock can't really work all that well. Yeah, he's like and, 15 minutes tops, but like yeah, they went. I'm looking. We're going to you know the best source in the world, Wikipedia. They went. A whopping two minutes and thirty seconds. Is that official time, or is that from the moment they walked out? Uh, it's just time of the match. So, oh, so I don't, that has I, to be official time. I, yeah, I don't know if that counts the time where they, you're right because you know Brock beat his ass for a few minutes. Um, but the three curb stomps, I was down. I, I just, I'm just glad to see the title off of Brock. I'm yeah. sick. I'm sick of that shit. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. When they when they brought it out first, I was like, "Oh no, they're keeping they're keeping the title on Brock." Yeah, you you showed me a couple of <laughs> tweets that were like, "Oh, they might keep," and I was very upset. Um, I loved the the bump that Shane took from the Miz. That was an incredible bump. I don't like the result. Which bump are we talking about here? Are we talking the one? The, the off- final bump. Okay, the the power slam one. Yeah, the su- the suplex off the of the, the scaffold. Took, the bump he took off the golf cart and onto the. Oh, floor. that was brutal too. My God. That guy, I don't know how he's gonna walk come sixty, sixty-five. Like, oh, he's he's, he's insane. He is taking some hellacious bumps. I also have an issue with falls count anywhere matches in that. So you know, like in the ring, you know, the, when the ref counts to three, it's super dramatic. You hear the one, two, three. Like, there's like a rhythm to it. Yeah. <laughs> when a ref counts to three, like on the outside line of the pavement, you're like. It says it's not that loud, so like it's it loses like a little bit of a, an effect. Uh, it's just super funny to me every time where it's just like, you know, Charles Robinson's like sliding in and he's gonna do the really emphatic dramatic count to three, and it's like you can barely hear the count. Um, but that bump that they took to to end it was incredible. You you talked about Kofi and um and, and Dan O'Brien, great match, um, great ending. Um, something that we had talked about off air. Uh, Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio, the shortest match of the night at a whopping one minute. That was that was my best moment of the night because at that time I really just wanted this thing to wrap up. And oh like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm grateful to Samoa Joe for for getting this over in a minute. Choked the shit out of him. And like, big ups to Joe. He got his moment. Choked him out. I mean, granted, Rey Mysterio was working injured, but like, he saved a lot of us some extra minutes and like really really did us a solid there. Oh, my God. So, overall, you know, it was an okay card. I mean... So much of it blended together because of the length oh, of did. time. Like, yeah. you can't... Like, I don't know if you're going to go back 
a week, two weeks from now and be like, oh, do you remember that Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre match? No, absolutely. Because like ninety nine percent of you are gonna be like, no, because it really just kind of meshed in there. Like, and it's sad because Kurt Angle's match is gonna be the same result. Like his final match ever is in just a yeah. hodgepodge of shit that was this card. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was, um, uh, yeah, I, I really feel kind of the crowd really lost their legs after the Kofi match. I think they expended so much energy yeah. to be like, you know, this is our guy. This is this is the moment that we are going to invest ourselves in. And there were still six matches after that. Six. But two of which went over 20 minutes. So, like, um, it, you know, WWE might have to figure out, again, there were 16 matches. Totally. Yeah, and I, I think that's the problem. Like, I've heard other people talk about this. Like, I understand it's WrestleMania, but you don't have to put everybody on the card. Right. Like, let's just let's get the best matches out there, the best storylines. Like, let's cut the fat. Like, there's no need to get everybody on there. I understand that you have a roster that really wants to work on WrestleMania, but let's be, let's make that a reward. Let's not make that like a necessity. Exactly. Um, so we're gonna move on to probably. One of our one of our only segments right now, but my favorite segment. It's it's our white wine hot takes. So if there are any white wine companies out there who want to sponsor this segment, um, you know, shoot me an email. Shoot shoot Jeremy an email. We would we would love for you to be a sponsor. But uh, just a little background on why I why I wanted to name this the white wine hot take was uh, when we were at Bleacher Report, we had a we had a programming outing. So we were on the, both on the programming team, and our good friend Nick Yokoyama. Uh, Friend of the it, pod. Friend of the pod. And, you know, during these outings, we share a couple of adult beverages here and there. Uh, but most of those adult beverages are, you know, you know, a beer or, you know, a little mixed drink. There was one bowling outing where my guy Nick only ordered white wine. It was a bold move. I can't tell you why. He didn't. He had no explanation. There's a picture that I, I took that's still on my phone and that I look at occasionally and laugh. But uh, that being said, white wine is delicious. And occasionally, once we've had a couple of, once I've had a couple of glasses, and if you know, I'm watching Raw in passing, I'll send a fiery text to you, uh, to to Adam Knopflett, another former BR bro and another friend of the friend of the program. But white wine will really get these hot takes out. So we may or may not have shared a couple of adult beverages during WrestleMania. So. Each of us are going to, every episode, share a white wine hot take. So, um, Jay, I'll let you kick it off. What is your white wine hot take of the week? My hot take, which I've already leaned, I've already talked about, is Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, was the match of the night. <laughs> Strictly because they saved us some time. They did. One minute. Yes. You get in, get your shit done, and let's move on. And they both entered entered through the top of the ramp. Yeah, they, the they both the had the full walk down. Yeah, so their entrance was longer than the match. Yeah, and they both hit their finishers. I they mean, Ray, Ray hit the six one nine early. Yeah, and early I was like, oh, I was like, oh, we're gonna get a, a Ray <laughs> U.S. Clutch. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and then Samoa came back, hit him with the Coquina clutch, and that was the wrap, and that's all we needed. And in on a night like tonight, where you have sixteen matches, you have a, a twenty five minute match that no one really cares about. And having a title match go a minute long and getting a, a result that was desired by, I would say, 75% of the fans, that, that's, that's my match of the night. 
There you go. All right, that's 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 definitely a white wine hot take. Hit hit me with your take. I've, oh, been, I've been anxiously waiting. So my white wine hot take, my favorite match of the night, and confirmed by me re-looking at the match order, favorite match of the night, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder Fuck win, you. <laughs> winning over the revival, and I'll tell you why. One, I've become a super big Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder mark over the past couple of weeks just because, one, I listen to their podcast, the uh, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Shout out to those guys. And I watch their videos where they just buy wrestling action figures, and I'm like, this is this is all I did when I was a kid. Ryder's been, the Ryder's been such a bigger like star outside of the ring with the stuff yeah. that he does. Like He was the internet yeah. wrestling champ for a long time, right. and now he's like doing podcasts and videos. But like, I can't get over the fact that they went over on the revival. They like, did. Well, one so one thing. It was also on the pre-show. But also, like, if we're gonna end Kurt Hawkins' losing streak, you gotta end it like that. Like, I'm down with it. I'm with you on that. They should lose the titles tomorrow. That's fine. But it was my probably my favorite match. Of the I mean, week. Vince, I popped hard. Vince couldn't do dash a solid for popping that that guy in the face during oh, the during Hall the of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he, they should have given them a bigger spot. Like, if they're going to lose, that's fine. But Dash deserved a little bit That's better. when you give him, like, a tip of the cap. Like, I, I, yeah. I see what you did. Like, Well, I think that's, you know, I think converse, you know, kind of going back to that, they're probably going to get the titles back tomorrow and then have a lengthy reign yeah, because unless, of that. Unless my guys, the Undisputed Era, come out tomorrow night oh, man. And, if, if and get that title. I might. So we talked about this a little bit during the show. I don't think Undisputed Era is coming. I have an Undisputed Era shirt, literally, that I washed to wear <laughs> today. But it was between that shirt and the Rollins shirt. Ultimately, I decided for the Rollins shirt because uh, TakeOver already happened. But if they come to Raw tomorrow, I will lose my shit. I, I might jump off the balcony. <laughs> I live on the third floor. And this might be the last episode of the podcast that anyone ever hears. But um, if they come, do they bring all four, or do yeah, they? You think you they bring all four? Bring, I've told you this before as well. Like I'm a big stable guy, huge. Like you know, DX just got inducted into the yeah into the Hall of Fame. We lived through the Attitude Era of you know NWO and DX, the Nation of Domination, that made these stars and these these people who just kind of you know redefined what the industry was about. I I. I it upsets me that there aren't more factions. Like, I'm a big S.H.I.E.L.D. guy. I know you're not. But um, <laughs> Undisputed Era, all about the Undisputed Era. They're they're freaking incredible. And if they are, I don't think they're coming yet because I think they are going to, th- th- NXT needs them, uh, especially, like, with, uh, you know, Gargano being the champ, uh, you know, and, and Dream being the, the North American champ. Like, they need those guys. Whether they split up or not, they, I think they need them down there. But if they're up, Tomorrow, oh, I'm I'm so ready. I'm so ready for the undisputed. Man, if 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 I hear shock the system when when Hawkins and Ryder are out, I, oh I might do the same thing. Yeah, um, I, I think that's the biggest call up you can make. They could now though. None of them have a title. This yeah. is like the cleanest time to do it. Cause, yeah, you know, uh, what are the? Oh my god, Adam Cole is is a he is fit for for the main roster. He, oh, he works like a main roster guy. Yeah, he he has skills on the mic. He he's got charisma. Like he could be a star on the main roster. Kyle Riley, uh, Bobby Fish, and, and uh, Roderick Strong, solid stable. Yeah, I mean they can they can they can work. They can they're okay on the mic and they have really good like pieces in the back. Yeah, um, 
I, I think I think you bring them up. I, I know that I, I get what you're saying in, in, in keeping them down, but you bring them up, you let them thrive, whether it's on Raw or SmackDown. I, I think it's time. I'm, I'm shocked it's taken this long. Yeah, um, no. Uh, considering, like, yeah. Ricochet, Black. Uh, they even brought up Sanity a while ago. Like, <laughs> Sanity. Sanity. Those been, poor bastards. Yeah, I mean. They just I, jobbed I, the other night to the Miz. Yeah, I, I think you bring them up. Put, put the titles on them. If you're not going to keep them, if you're not going to put it on the Revival, put it on Undisputed Era, and, and let's move on from Hawkins and Ryder. Give them that moment. Yeah, and, and I th- the Raw Tag Team Champion chips need a boost they need a huge like it was in the pre-show tonight it was in yeah. the pre the a, the quote-unquote a show of wwe's tag team belts were on the pre-show tonight and they've been on the pre-show i think the past couple of pay-per-views like the smackdown ones have always been on the main show for pay-per-views which is crazy because again it's the quote-unquote b show and you got the better smack you got the better uh, tag the team better tag smack teams are over there which is fine and like kind of on raw it's 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 the mixture of you know the random guys like hawkins and, and Ryder. you know they're friends in real life but whatever um i'm with you on that they need a legitimate tag team to kind of carry that whether it's the revival or you know undisputed era and then i mean if they don't want to bring up the undisputed era they can just like let ricochet and black continue to float and yeah then, and then I'm that, with that. yeah i mean that was my pick to actually win that match, the yeah. SmackDown one. I thought for sure, like, let's put it on Black and, and Ricochet and, like, put the Rocket Boosters on them and let them, let them fly on the main roster. But, yeah, I mean, I guess they, they have different plans, maybe singles singles plans for them going forward. Yeah, I, mean, I think so. They're both stars. They both work yeah. their ass off. I mean, Ricochet. Ricochet. Maybe, I think Ricochet really went over the crowd tonight. Oh, he was crazy. Uh, he, I mean, he's going to be phenomenal come Rumble season. Yeah. He's going to do something. He's going to be kind of in, he's going to fit in that Kofi mold pre-championship where it was like, oh, Kofi's dope. He does all these dope spots, and that was it. But Ricochet is going to be that and then some. You know, like yeah. he, The stuff he does in the ring is insane. Yeah. Um, so, man, let's uh, – oh, so, you know, that that's kind of our recap of uh, of WrestleMania. I'm sure you're all exhausted as, as much as we are from – from that, uh, this week, you know, for with this being our first episode and our first week, um, you know, on as a podcast, we're also going to release a bonus episode this week after SmackDown, um, just to kind of recap because I, we're I'm pretty sure Raw and SmackDown are going to be event filled. There's going to be some debuts. Some it's a new year. It's the new yeah. year of wrestling, and we're going to really dive into that and see what happens. But with WrestleMania being you know the biggest event of the year, we want to get our feelings out immediately and get get. Get them raw, you know. And oh, I got a question for you yeah. before we sign off here. What was your best entrance of the night? Like, who who had the best show stopping entrance for WrestleMania? The best entrance of the night. So it's got to be Flair, right? She she relived. Well, redid, she did. She redid had her two dad's, entrances. <laughs> yeah. Well, she redid her dad's uh, helicopter entrance. Right. Uh, which was at the time, my initial reaction was like, I don't, I don't want this. Like, yeah. it's way too long. Um, but looking back at it, that, that was a cool moment. I, I mean, obviously pre-taped, but like, it's still like on the grand stage. You get that that moment uh, of her kind of. You, you're right. That was really the only one that kind of really was super different. Like, obviously, Trips Triple H every year has a different one that's super dope. Um, so his was cool. I mean, his his are now getting into the same kind of 
vibe of like, hey, we're going to put him on a motorcycle. Right. Yeah. Or some like sort some of transportation. Yeah. And just like wheel him down the ramp. Right. Because it's going to take him a while to get down. They even did that at the uh, the Hall of Fame. <laughs> they rode <laughs> down in that, that um, S- the sorry, the Jeep thing. Yeah. Um, but no, you're I don't have anything to combat that. You're right. Batista driving up in an Escalade was kind of meh to me. It, it was also weird because he came out like in full wrestling gear. Yeah. Like, so you're just back there and you're in your trunks and like no clothes. Like I understand they're trying to make Super him like, look like a movie star, but yeah. at the same time, like just let him come like, out. And, he like, should have like, do least... the machine gun thing. Let's, let's, let's go. Like, yeah. Or give us like the Cesaro thing where you come out in like a suit and then you yeah, rip it off. Like, yeah. That would have been oh, actually kind of funny. That Cesaro thing. Um, look, they, they, you and I t- agree on this. Why, why they messed up the demon thing. I'll never know. Like, why did they spoil it? Yeah, just let him come out as a demon and, and like, we, let everyone everybody go fucking nuts. Everyone would go nuts. That would have like rejuvenated that crowd at that moment. Like seeing the demon, it would have been like, oh. Because you and I watched SummerSlam together when he was facing Corbin at SummerSlam. There was no inkling that the demon was coming out. He came out. The place lost their freaking yeah. mind. It was wild. Yeah. So I don't know. That would have been that could have been the entrance of the night if it was a surprise. But for whatever reason, they, they needed to get you know people in. But. I'm with you. Charlotte's was probably the best, um, just because she, she gets it. I mean, she, her, you know, her dad was a, uh, he was a showman, so yeah, she, she has a lot it. to work with. Like yep. she has some things that she can kind of bring back from what he did. Yep. Um, and just like everything about her character and the way she carries herself, like lends itself to a really extravagant opening right. or extravagant walkout. So, um, yeah, I thought hers was the best. Uh, the way we have to say goodbye to Kurt Angles is oh my god is is rough. I mean, big ups to him for doing a job on his last on his last match. Like, not many people actually do that. Right. Uh, it was. There's no way in hell Triple H does that shit. Yeah, it was very unceremonious. Um, and it, it was it's that, that you know that old saying you go out on your back, right? Like most of the greats do go out on their back. They lose their final match, but. One, again, like, there was a lot of flack for Corbin even being his final opponent. Like, Cena was obviously there. Why wasn't Thugonomics Cena the one to put him away? Like, I, w- I would have been down with that. But, uh, you know, like, like you said, props to, to Kurt for just saying, whatever you guys want to do, um, I can barely move anyone. Yeah, he's just got to um, put over Corbin and, and move on. But, yeah, not many people would actually do the job in their final match, especially when – 99.9% of people actually believe that you're going to win, go out like happily and really have that moment. And for you to, to just say like, it's really not my place to, to go over on Baron Corbin, who against everybody's wishes is probably going to be a champion at some point. Yeah, uh, Vince loves Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um, big ups to him. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening to our first episode. Um, moving forward, we are going to drop these once a week uh, on Wednesdays. Uh, you know, it's going to be after Raw, after SmackDown. And we know, you know, eventually SmackDown's going to move into Fridays, but we're going to keep it going on the Wednesday thing. Uh, you know, middle of the week, your, your wrestling pickup. But, you know, while you're at it, please subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, tell your friends, tell your family. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the It Doesn't Matter What Your Podcast Is Called podcast. Jay, thanks so much for, for hopping on, and let's do it again soon. Yeah, let's do it. All right, thanks, everybody. Bye.